Hello and welcome to the Best Boy Pod. Oh, fuck, I did this last time. You did this the same thing you did last time. Hello and welcome to the Best Boys Podcast. I am Best Boy Dan. And I'm Best Boy Justin. And we're back. It's episode two, we're Justin. We're back for Best episode two. Ah, so, we have a lot to talk about. Not nearly as much as our first podcast. This is not going to be another two-hour, ten-minute oh, podcast. Although it easily could be. It could With be. how much anime is out right now. Yeah, so, so the theme for this week is going to be winter 2021. Um, it has been a crazy crazy season it absolutely has it's there's just so much anime out right now and a lot of it is really good so we're gonna have a lot of fun talking about it with you today i was i was like going over a list of all the shows that i had to catch up on for this episode and like my only saving grace is that i've been sick this week and have been home and been able to watch the i think 18 episodes yeah. to catch up not including whatever aired this week. Well, you have like a you have like a spreadsheet of <laughs> anime to catch up on. I, I just kind of shot I was behind style, on a few but. things. Um but I'm for the most part all caught up now. This this season has just been like because of everything with COVID and 2020 and things getting pushed back, like this is a stack season. There's there's shows that I want to watch that I don't even have on the list. Um we do want to dis- I do want to discuss one thing before we get going on this. Yeah, let's do it. What do you got um, for me? Because it's it's a controversial topic. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> it's not so controversial. Well, in, in anime, it is controversial. Uh, subs versus dubs. Oh, okay. So we're gonna have this fight. Cool. Uh, I see. Here's my thing: is <laughs> I, I don't feel like it needs to be a fight. It doesn't but, need to be, but it could be. But best boy Justin, why don't why don't you tell me your so your okay? Uh, you know, I'm just being a little facetious. I I am a subs I'm a subs guy. Um, I, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I, as you know, have terrible hearing. Um, so I always watch with the subtitles on anyway. But also, there are some anime with dubs that are so bad that I they just completely take me out of it. So, like, for example, what happened when we were watching Promare? I just could not focus on it. I couldn't get into the story because the dub was just that bad. Some anime, I will admit, have really great dubs. And there's, of course, the classics. You got, like, Cowboy Bebop, Samurai oh, yeah. Champloo. You know, some some uh, shows with really great dubs. But, like, generally, I'm a subs person. That's just how I am. Uh, I mean, that's a fair opinion. My whole take is, you should, and this is kind of my general anime take, is you should watch what makes you happy yeah um for me i i don't necessarily have a preference subs or dubs i i will specifically watch dub shows just so i can do other things at the same time like the dishes right yeah <laughs> um I, the reason i wanted to bring this up is there there are in when, when we get to our side piece corner um which is the anime we're watching um outside of what we're talking about today um there are some that I specifically chose because they're dubs and like, you know, I was reorganizing my room and needed something on in the background. Right. And and like you said, there are certain ones that are just like classics like Cowboy Bebop's great, Trigun's great. Um, you know, there's there's some out there that stand up. Uh I really enjoy uh my love story, I think has one of the best. Oh, does it? I don't dubs. think I I think I watched that oh, mostly subs. It's 
It's so good. It, especially the the main guy's voice is just so perfect for that character. Yeah. I've got a favor to ask. What is it? I need to kiss you. Huh? Today, Miss Yamato and I held each other's hands, and I was really terrible at it. How can you mess up holding hands? That is not important. But I want to make certain that when we kiss, that I don't screw that up too. I want to practice on you. Uh, why don't you use a pillow? I already did! There's just something not right about it! I need a real person! Find someone else, dude. What?! That would be completely disrespectful! Um, there, like, there are some good contemporary ones. Like, so, for example, I'm watching um, uh, Ancient Magus Bride mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, with my roommates, and they're watching it in dubs. When I watch it by myself, I watch subs. But when I watch the dubs with them, it's pretty good. Yeah, there's not Elias has a great, actually has a really great uh, voice. Yeah. Um, so I'm not saying that there's no good dubs. What I will say. In general, the dubs kind of tend to be a little bad. It's not all of them, by any means, but like there are a lot of bad ones. And also, I like to watch my anime when it comes out, and generally the subs come out first. Yeah. Not always. They, they do some simul dubs. I will say the simul dubs are usually the ones that are the worst, but uh, they do exist. Yeah, I, I for me it's like the the one thing I really hate is when people just shit on other people for how they don't don't watch king shame anybody yeah. on this podcast, Dan. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> <laughs> look, shies is your business. I'm just talking about like making fun of people for how they watch, things. right? Like, no, yeah. if if anyone is bullying you about dubs or subs, uh, tell them to fuck off or anything. Don't don't let people yeah, bully don't you. let people bully you. But also like. Enjoy it how you want to, and let them enjoy it how they yeah. want to. Um, all right, that's it for banter. Uh, yeah, so um, that's it. <laughs> yeah, we're, before it. before we get right into it, I do just want to let everybody know. You know, we are going to be recapping some of the winter twenty twenty one currently running anime. So we didn't really do this last time, but I do want to get this out of the way ahead of time. If you are not caught up on anything or so on and so forth, do check our show notes. We do have a list of when we have spoilers, and we so we'll have they'll be time stamped, and you can skip right past them. So if you are worried about like having anything spoiled for you, don't worry. Just check the uh, show notes. I think for the most part, we're going to keep it pretty spoiler free. Yeah, but it um, could we'll happen. give you a good heads up. Yeah, um, I don't think we were planning to do any spoilers today but just in no. case there are check the show notes yeah um you know and most of the stuff is only just beginning so yeah. we can't get too deep into it anyway um but we're gonna kick things off today um with what's gonna be one of our ongoing segments a little bit of uh anime news it's anime news time yay all right so First thing we got up on anime news is uh, Goblin Slayer confirmed for season two. Uh, I'm pretty excited about this. I know a lot of other people are as well. Um, you know, Goblin Slayer uh, turned me off a little bit on the first episode. Uh, those of you who watched it know why, but <laughs> are very familiar with why. But uh, I did end up enjoying the series as a whole. Um, there was a theatrical episode that released on Crunchyroll in July 2020 that I haven't seen yet. Uh, so I am looking forward to catching up on that. Uh, yeah. Overall, I'm looking forward to it. What about you, Dan? Yeah, I need, I still need to see that um, that theatrical episode too. Uh, I I enjoyed Goblin Slayer. I thought it was uh, it was a good piece of of anime. I understand the controversy behind it. Um, you know, I 
I still would recommend it to uh, anyone who uh, was interested in that sort of thing. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I'm excited. Definitely uh, an interesting take on the fantasy genre. Well, it's nice too because it's also like a fantasy show that's not an isekai. Yes, which are in rare supply these yeah. days. Um, so moving on, uh, next piece of news here is that the. Uh, uh, one of the manga that I read, and I'm very excited to, to let you know that is getting an anime adaptation, is My Senpai is Annoying. Uh, and they have announced their main visuals uh, and sound staff. Uh, so let me just give you a little quick rundown of the, uh, we'll just read the description of the manga. Uh, Igarashi is a hardworking young office lady. Takeda, the senpai above her at work, annoys her constantly, and yet she finds herself growing closer to him. Every day is filled with comic mishaps and romantic moments as Igarashi tries to balance work, life, and love. This full-color manga, which started its life as a webcomic, is sure to charm audiences of workplace comedies like Agretsuko and The Office. Uh, and I agree with all of that. I think... Um, you know, I, I personally didn't watch a whole lot of Agretsuko, not because I didn't like it, just because it didn't grab me. But uh, this kind of has that same feeling, but in a more traditional anime setting. Um, I really enjoy the manga, and I'm really looking forward to um, to seeing the anime come to screen. There are some um, some big names here, especially the uh, sound director is the sound director from Doctor Stone. Uh, so you're gonna th- so that's gonna be pretty good for the as far as music wise. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this one. It, it kind of sounds like, uh, reverse Uzaki-chan. It kind of is in a lot of ways, yeah, because, uh, it, well, I, I don't want to give away too much, but, the Igarashi, the main female character, her whole thing is she is very small. Okay. So, in, in a lot of ways, she's the complete opposite of Uzaki-chan. Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be really good. I think if you're, if you're a fan of the kind of slice-of-life, uh, romantic anime, that I have been talking about, uh, especially spent a lot of time talking about last episode. You'll be look, you'll be enjoying this one, and you should look forward to it. Uh, next up on our news list is uh, they made the announcement four million subscribers for Crunchyroll, uh, and coupled with that announcement, just weird why they would do them together. But um, they announced an anime with the working title of Dantai with Idris and Sabrina El- uh, Elba. Yes, um, give me more Idris. Absolutely. I'm so excited for this one. It's going to be an Afro, uh, Afro-futuristic uh, sci-fi series. Um, and, I, you know, Afrofuturism is a pretty poorly represented subgenre in general, and especially in anime. Like, you have... Um, you really don't have too many entries. I mean, you get Afro Samurai, which is really more of... Uh, which is really more of Afro-fantasy than Afro-futurism. Um, uh, so I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, what, have you heard anything about it yet, Dan? Or? Not really, but, I mean, listen, you put Idris Elba in front of me, I'll, I'll watch whatever it is. Absolutely. It um, kind of coincidentally dovetails into the, the next uh, thing on the list as well. Yeah. Um, Pacific Rim is getting an anime. Uh, it's called Pacific Rim the Black, uh, and it's got a March 4th uh, release date on Netflix, so that's yeah. pretty exciting. Um, I personally am a huge fan of the original Pacific Rim movie, not the sequel. I haven't seen the sequel yet. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Like, my only wish going into it was that they would have, like, good robots versus monster yeah. scenes, and yeah. they couldn't even do that right in the second one. Well, you know how I feel about Mecha, so... But I'm also a huge Guillermo del Toro fan, and I think losing him for the sequel was also a big hit. Um, but, you know, listen, 
giant robots versus giant monsters, I'm always going to be there for. Absolutely, yeah. I, I remember, um, you know, the first one was really, really good, but there was some clunky dialogue, and it actually kind of became a meme in my, like, little friends group, because there's a line in that, uh, in that, in the first one, where the character just goes, sometimes in combat, you make decisions. And, like, that was the whole line. And so, like, we used to just when say that to each people, other all the they time. they die. Yeah. But, uh, no, overall, uh, you know, it was, it was really good. I'm super excited for it. Uh, I looked at I did check out the trailer. Uh, there is a lot of CGI, so we'll see how it works for them. But it looks like the story is going to be pretty interesting. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, Netflix can be hit or miss with the CGI. So we'll see. I mean, I'll give it a try. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so next up we have, uh, Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? Confirmed for fourth season. Don't have a whole lot to say for, say about this one. It's slated for 2022. Uh, I have not personally watched the show. I only watched one episode. Um, I'm willing to give it another shot. It's on my to-watch list. It's not super high up there. Uh, but you did watch it, Dan. So what, do you, what are your thoughts? I, I watched the first two seasons. I enjoyed the first season. The second season was uh, all right. Uh, I know a lot of people who love the show, so I think this is a win for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then finally we have uh, Black Clover is uh, airing its last episode on March 20th. That's kind of crazy. I haven't been watching the show, but I thought it was doing well. Um, yeah, uh, I, I uh, also have not seen Black Clover. Um, so, you know, not a whole lot I could say about this. I do want to pick it up eventually. It seems like a pretty... Uh, pretty solid shonen anime. Um, Everyone's told me that it's great. You just have to get past like the first thirty-six episodes, which is a lot of episodes. <laughs> that's a tall. I, well, I've heard it from like you know, it's twelve episodes, it's sixteen episodes, it's thirty-six episodes. It it's hard to sell an anime when you have to get that far into it for it to get good. But yeah. apparently, once you do, it's it's excellent. So it'll be you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, maybe we'll check it out at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely want to, you know, maybe I'll just binge a whole lot of it one day, and we'll see what happens, but... Yeah, so that's anime news. That's uh, it for anime news yeah. today. Uh, and we have one more uh, little featurette before we get into our main topic of winter 2021. Uh, this is something that we're going to be doing throughout the show. We want to feature some of the production studios that make these wonderful animes. Uh, this week, we're going to focus on a studio called Cloverworks. They have three separate animes out this season and they're all wonderful yeah um you may recognize cloverworks from their work on uh darling in the franks rascal does not dream of bunny girl senpai fairy tale promise neverland haremia wondering priority uh, some some real real top-notch stuff there absolutely yeah cloverworks is putting out a lot of interesting work uh which is really great considering that they're only like a three-year-old studio um, they've only been around since uh, 2018, April 1st, 2018, as a matter of fact. Uh, they split off from A1 Pictures, uh, who you might recognize from Kaguya-sama, Love is War, Sword Art Online, Seven Deadly Stin Sins, Wodakoi, Gate, which is one of my favorites, uh, Your Lion April, and Blue Exorcist. Uh, one of their studios, the Koenji Studio, uh, rebranded itself as distinguishable from the main studio of A1, um, and uh, they started working on their own anime. Yeah. Another thing to note about a1 Pictures um, is that it is a essentially like a subsidiary or part of Aniplex, which is the production side of Sony. Yeah. Um, so Sony is just just crushing it oh, these yeah. days. They're they're all up in the anime world, which I guess makes sense. They're a large, you know, Japanese production company. Yeah. So seems like they would have a big hand in that. Absolutely. So yeah, they uh, when they changed over from A1, they did take four of the anime that they were working on with them. Um, those were Slow Start, 
Darling in the Franks, Persona 5, The Animation, and Ace Attorney Season 2. Um, now, Darling in the Franks uh, actually changed studios within the last 12 episodes, which makes me, <laughs> which begs the question, can we blame them for how terribly Darling in the Franks ended? Um, my The conclusion that I have landed on <laughs> is uh, probably not. They're just the animation studio. Yeah, well, the I, I guess it depends, right? Who because it was an Darling in the Franks was an original anime, right? Yes, it was. So ultimately, it fall, I guess it probably falls on the writer or the director. Yeah, but, uh, a combination. Something to think about. Just, the animation was gorgeous, so it's it, you know. that is true. Yeah, especially you know giant. <laughs> giant waifu spaceships. Yes, but that's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> uh, watch. I, honestly, I would recommend people still watch it. I love the first 16 episodes. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it, it was a great show overall. It's just the ending was very... made me a sad boy. That is true. But, yeah, I mean, for three-year-old anime, um, part of Sony, they're really putting out some amazing work and, and pretty varied work, too. Yeah. Like, this season, having... Um, Haremia Wonder Egg Priority in the Promise Neverland, like, I don't think I could really, I mean, unless you throw in, like, a shonen action, I can't really think of three more different animes. Yeah, and not even just different anime, but such radically different animation styles. Now, I haven't seen Wonder Egg Priority yet, but I am watching the Promise Neverland and Haremia, and they're, first of all, the animation for both are gorgeous, absolutely beautiful, but completely distinct animation styles. They could, if you didn't know already that they were from the same uh, production company, you would never guess, because the animation is wildly different, but really great in both cases. Yeah. We'll, we'll get more into those uh, going forward. Which, I think, ready to dive into this. Yeah, are we ready? This is going to be a chonky boy. Maybe <laughs> we have a, a lot, boy. a lot of anime to talk about. What I will say is, uh, I know last week we did a list, this week we're doing a list. This isn't going to be every week where we're going over just lists of anime, um, but we wanted to, we really wanted to get into this uh, season and kind of tell you what we're watching, what we're looking forward to. Um, one of the things that I, I always have trouble with with getting into seasonal anime is like what to watch. Um, and there's just so much good stuff out there right now that like don't don't be wasting your time with a yeah. show you don't love. The, the answer to that question this season is everything. Yeah. You should be watching everything. There's nine other shows that you could be loving right now. Um, so we're going to start just with the returning shows, shows that... Uh, have multiple seasons or continuations um for the most part you know it's gonna be like if you are we're watching these shows before like you should be continuing to watch them right and again as with the last episode this list is not exhaustive don't get in our menchies saying you didn't mention our anime you can get in our menchies but uh, you know don't but there's don't there's... assume that we're, we're gonna go over every single anime that's out yeah, right now there's, there's so much so many. <laughs> um up front is jujitsu kaisen which has been great i'm liking this new arc yeah um the kind of they're doing uh i guess it's a tournament arc but it's really only two teams right so. yeah it's not yeah it's more like a battle royale kind of arc no but it's great I, i'm really enjoying it uh, i like really like the new characters they're introducing in this new in this arc um panda senpai is back he is he is doing cartwheels and doing a lot of other crazy stuff so yeah it's 
one of the one of the highlights of this show is the action animation and the second half of this uh series has been really full of it so if you have seen any of the fight sequences or you're interested in a shonen anime with excellent like fight choreography and new better kakashi uh and new better kakashi like it is absolutely worth uh, checking out. It's a little bit on the darker side if you're into that sort of thing. Um, but great world, great characters, and honestly one of the best animated fight sequences uh, around right now. Yeah. Um, Alright, you ready to talk about the big boy? Oh, let's talk about the big one. And that is, of course, Attack on Titan, the final season. Um, if you're if you're watching it, you already know, but it is hype. I, what was it, the fourth episode or something? Was one of the most, like, oh my, like, this show is is known for its, like, oh my god, did that just happen moments. Yeah. These, like, world-changing things that, you know, reshape how the you think about the show, and and they just continue to deliver. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they always keep you on your toes with this show. Um, and this season is no different. I'm very excited for it. I've been, you know, every Sunday I'm like, okay, it's time, let's do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, as we mentioned in our in our uh, our last episode, the OP is a banger. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely the best of the season. Um, but, like, if, if, you ha- if you have been putting Attack on Titan off, like, watch it now. Um, the, I, I feel like this is one of those shows that you don't want to get accidentally spoiled for you and there's so many things that could could spoil it and you know we're what like eight ten episodes into this season somewhere around there so you you have like i think it's going to be a longer season right like 24 yeah i think it's i think it's like a 24 episode run yeah so you have some time to catch up so now now is the time to do it because it would be a shame to to have it spoiled for you i i honestly think that we're in one of those rare positions where you get to actually like watch a modern masterpiece be created. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'll, this, uh, you know, give a shout out to, uh, to my brother-in-law, Mike. Um, he listened to the podcast last month and he decided to get into attack on Titan and he loves it. He bought the manga. Um, this, yeah, he bought the manga. This show is, the show is great. great. My, uh, partner had stopped at the, um, at the second season and, and she's picking it up now and, and, She's loving it, so. yeah, <laughs> and she has so much to to get catch up on. That's gonna be wild. Yeah, there's so much. I, like I'm, I'm envious of them almost because they, <laughs> uh, they have so much ahead of them, and they don't necessarily. They haven't had it spoiled for them really. So like they, they have they have an interesting experience. I did ahead. I did spoil something for her accidentally. Oh no! But she, but she forgot about okay, it. Okay, that's good. So <laughs> so that's good. It's not as bad as how bad she got. Uh, spoiled with um, my hero academia oh yeah that was a, that was just sad um can we tell that story or is, do we want to you can tell that yeah, story. Okay. yeah tell the story so um so i'm just gonna put up a my hero academia spoiler for the next two minutes right here um have no fear students i am spoilers so she was talking with one of her co-workers uh, and she was like, oh yeah, I'm watching like My Hero and they were discussing like which anime and, and the co-worker just looks at her and goes, oh yeah, Lemillion, never gonna save a million. Oh no. <laughs> and, 
And she just looks at him and he's like, what? It's not a spoiler. And she's like, obviously he like dies or loses his powers. And it shocked me that she even like guessed that he would lose his powers. But... I mean, but she's always pretty good at that. Yeah, I know. She's, she's Nostradamus of uh, endings of shows. But, um, but that like, that just takes the emotional core out of that season. It's yeah. so sad to have that spoiled. Okay, spoilers over. Uh, and on that note, let's talk about one of my favorite shows, uh, Promise Neverland Season 2. Yes, The Children with the Small Faces. This oh. is uh, one of the Cloverworks joints that we were talking about oh, earlier. Oh, God. I, I, I call it the child murder show. Um, because that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. The, what, I, what I especially love about the show um, is the fact that you have this first season, which is all centered around their escape from this farm. Um, where, you know, they're basically basic premise of the show, and you learn this in the first episode of the first season, so it's not really spoilers, is it's this group of children living in this orphanage, and uh, they find out that it's not really an orphanage, it's a farm, and they're being raised so that by their 11th birthday, they can be sold off to demons for food. Right. Uh, and it's just like this psychological thriller, like back and forth mind game of them trying to escape from, uh, and the mother the um, like head of the orphanage is one of the best villains so good um, and it's just this crazy back and forth it, this is the show that I like will recommend to people to like be like this is what anime can be yeah. like Come, come into the tent. Yeah, like, one, one of the things we want to accomplish with this podcast is appreciating anime as an art form, and that is, like, Promised Neverland is one of the heights of that. Like, you know, you can make the easy jokes, oh, the kids have small faces, and it's true, it's I a mean, little yeah, silly. the art style's a little weird. <laughs> but, um, but as a show, the narrative that it tells is fantastic, and, uh... Editor best boy Dan here. We got into a little bit of spoilers uh, for season two of Promised Neverland, so if you're not at least caught up through the first season go ahead and just skip ahead a minute there all right back to your regularly scheduled broadcast you know the way that they are the way that they kind of opened up the world so like it's almost like the children are sheltered and they have no idea about what kind of dangers await in the outside world and then just like once they leave the farm in the second episode oh um, spoilers oh i spoiled it we can, <laughs> we can cut that out no 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 yeah. we We'll come back and yeah. put a spoiler in there. This is why we said to check the yeah, show exactly. notes. <laughs> they, but the world, if the world really opens up, and it, it completely changes what kind of show it is. So it goes from that kind of like psychological thriller show to this kind of like dark horror fantasy, right? Which very few shows can have like complete genre shifts successfully. And I and so far, I think season two they've been they've been doing it great. The last episode had. A wild cliffhanger. Oh yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> which I won't talk about. I, I don't always hate cliffhangers. In this case, I thought it was done really well. I feel like some shows use it to like kind of a cheesy effect, uh, to where it becomes a lot like, "What will happen next week on Dragon Ball Z?" Um, but like, I feel like this the the one they did with this actually leaves you in it feeling. Uh, in an interesting emotional space when the when the the episode ends. Yeah, um, just excellent show everyone should should check that out that i would say uh, next to attack on titan should be high up on the list absolutely uh speaking of anime that's high up on the list we have dr stone the stone wars that's season two of dr stone um i'm super i'm super here for it the op is is really really great uh this is one that we didn't have last season so we skipped a season in between um 
But uh, yeah, this uh, this show has been really great so far. Have you how far how far have you caught up on? Are you all caught, caught up? up? I did nice. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's great. It it started out kind of slow. Um, you know, they're they're kind of moving into this next arc. Um, so there was kind of a lot of setup to it. But now it's like it's really going. We're getting a lot of the like the science mm-hmm. and. Um, Especially the last couple episodes, there's been oh, yeah. a lot of like, hey, this is how we make these things. Um, and, you know, it's nice to see Senku's friend back. Spoilers. Uh, I don't, that's not really a spoiler, no. right? Like, you, you know he's around still. Yeah, no, it's um, it's been really great. Um, they're, they're opening up to a lot more of the characters who are from Senku's time period. Hmm. Uh, so that's really cool. You get to explore some more, some more parts of Senku's world before uh, the collapse, which is really great. Um, and you know, all in all, it's just has been you know it's captured the same feel, the same kind of vibe uh, as the first season without getting repetitive. Yeah, uh, this is weirdly like I wish I had this show for quarantine because mm. it feels like such a good quarantine show. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's if you like you know with any of these, if you like the first season, like it's more of the same and it's it's excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, some some weird character face designs. <laughs> yeah, also with some weird uh, weirdness with the eye separation. Uh, you know, um, there's not too much to say about that except it's an interesting stylistic choice, I suppose. It's kind of the opposite of um, Promise Neverland. Yeah, <laughs> certain proportions too big on the face. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, next, we have that time I got reincarnated as a slime season two. This one originally caught me off guard. Like I was like, oh, this looks like cute, but like immediately hooked me into its world. It's it's kind of like Civilization the anime. Yeah, it is in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, but uh, basic premise of the story is just like Rimuru, this little like uh, slime guy, has been reincarnated after he got stabbed um, in his previous life, uh, and just kind of like. It, the the part I forgot about the show is that as he's dying, he's talking about like, oh, I can't believe I died a virgin, yeah, and like all this sort of stuff. And the the words he says kind of translate into the powers that he gets yeah. going in, which is a funny twist to the whole show. Like Great Sage is just because he's like, I might I was celibate, I might as well have been a Great Sage, and yeah. so he gets the Great Sage ability. And there's also the fun part where he just, he asks his friend to delete his hard drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he basically starts out as a slime and then just gets crazy overpowered as, as time goes on, but he kind of builds up this whole monster nation, and this kind of becomes a story about, like, you know the the great state of uh, Tempest, which is his little monster nation, yeah. um, and so it. I was a little trepidatious about uh, the second season because when the first season aired, the manga had only gone up to the point that the season had ended. So, with the second season, we're like, is this going to be any good? We don't have any sort of like context from the manga to know if it's going to continue to be as good as right. as the first season was. He's kind of already gotten up so far and so powerful that, like, where do you kind of go from here? And it, it started, again, it started out slow, but 
the last episode, like, now we kind of see where the show's going and what the kind of big battles are going to be, and it's it's really starting to pick up, and, like, oh, yeah, there's still more story for them to tell that'll be interesting. Yeah, I, one, of the, one of the things I really enjoy about this show is the kind of, like, the monster family he builds around, him, around himself. Mm-hmm. Um, really great uh, characters are really fun. Um, Gabotero's like my favorite. Which one? The um, the goblin. Oh, guy. the goblin kid. Yeah, yeah. he's great. Um, they're all great. There's just like there's no flat characters in this show. They they all have like, there's there's definitely characters who are not flat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the timer? Thirty minutes. We got a boob joke. Um, but uh, no, yeah, it's really great. Um, even the side characters are really well fleshed out. Like even like the the you know the dwarves and you know the the people who aren't in every single episode, they all have their own little mini arcs where you get to hear more of their story. Yeah, um, it's you know if you're in the mood for an isekai show, um, you like power fantasy. It's it's not anything too dark. It's pretty like happy like uh, fair. It's it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Um, which is not the case for the next show. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, ReZero season two, um, the second arc. Yeah, uh, this is a, a dark show. There is a lot of death. Yeah, there is a lot of death. It is kind of dark, um, but it has a it has an interesting message to it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's all doom and gloom. It's it's a it's a pretty interesting show. Um, things are uh, things are finally happening this season. So like uh, earlier, the first part of season two was kind of like. It was kind of a slow burn, like up until the ver- the last couple episodes, it was really, uh, really slow. So the whole the basic premise of Free Zero is it's another isekai, um, but this time Subaru gets uh, transported to this world, and his special power is that he can return by death, which means that basically there's kind of checkpoints that he hits, um, and if he dies, he gets sent back to whatever the most recent checkpoint is. So it's a lot of trial and uh failure and to kind of figure out like what path is going to get him to where he wants to go you know whether it's like not letting his friend die or um you know saving you know the town or defeating the monster like he will try and try again and just die hundreds of times to till he figures it out um and so uh, the first half of this season was very much like one kind of time period that he's trying to get through. Yeah, and at least with the first season, we've had, like, maybe three or four... Yeah, distinct little arcs that happened. Yeah, so it has been a long time on this, but it is really, really fleshing out a lot of the characters' backstories that we didn't get before. Yeah. So we're learning a lot about the world. Um, This is one of the best isekais out there without sure. a doubt absolutely um, this is like the gold standard of isekai um yeah it's it is uh it is bloody it is a little bit graphic so it's it's not for the faintest of heart especially yeah. like the murder bunnies yeah they're the the murder bunnies there's murder bunnies <sighs> oh that, my god yeah so be aware of that if, honestly though one of the most terrifying like monsters i've seen mm-hmm. in an anime in quite a while and and there's a lot this season yeah. of terrifying monsters. Oh yeah. Um, up next, uh, I think is this the last one for yeah. Returning, we have quintessential quintuplet season two, which I you haven't watched yet. No, I think you would enjoy it. It's uh, on my list. But... Yeah, it's so it is a harem uh, manga. It's it's pretty much how I met your mother. Uh, the anime, 
Um, basically, you start out with um, this guy who's super smart. He gets roped into being a tutor for these dumb quintuplets. Uh, and you know that he marries one of them and it's like which one does he marry um but they're all great girls best girls um to an extent though personally i prefer um i prefer the acting one the like shy one and the main one who doesn't really have any distinctions to her Mm. um i don't know it's tough to choose between those three it's just it's a great great show for Let's play who best girl is. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it doesn't feel too harem-y, because they all are kind of great characters, and they all... Like, the, the whole deal is they're all pretty much the same, except for they have, like, one distinct thing that makes them different. Like, one sporty, one's, like, shy, one's, right. like, you know, super outgoing, one's sundere, like, all that sort of stuff. Um, but, so there's there's... There is a waifu for everyone in that anime. <laughs> Waifus all around. Yeah. Um, Soundbite that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's who. That's that is just the returning anime. Yeah. We we haven't even started talking about the new new. Do you want to kick it off with yeah. uh, with Harimia? Yeah. So the first one up on our new list is uh, Harimia, which is another one from Cloverworks. Um, I love Harimia. First of all, you know, as I mentioned during our our last episode, I read the manga, so I was excited for this to come out. Um, I already have an idea of where it's headed. It's a really great show. It's a uh, it's it's kind of um, how do I describe it? It's it's definitely it's a, a romance slice of life manga. Basically, these two there you have the two characters, Hori and Miyamura, um, who both have these kind of they lead these secret lives. Um, outside of school and they end up running into each other those two lives kind of come crashing together um, and they uh, you know they they proceed from there uh, learning about each other um, and like growing as you know as a couple it is a romance anime so you know they they are romantically entwined um, but uh, interesting like uh, l- your your thoughts on it so far Dan let's hear it well, first off, I want to say I saw this uh, meme that I think sums it up like so perfectly. It was, um, it was like a Photoshop picture of like Tonakawa like passing a baton to Harimia. Yeah, which is like so yeah. perfect just for like feel good anime. I wish we could do every other season like we do Harimia one season and then Tonakawa the next season, then Harimia the next I season, would, and yeah. we would just have good feels all the time. Yeah, um, it, it's a super cute show. They are adorable together absolutely um, the last episode was she was a little problematically jealous but, but you know what that's one of the things i do appreciate about the show real. though is that they explore some kind of like they explore insecurity and mm-hmm. you know they explore a lot of subjects that you typically don't see a lot in in japanese media especially manga and anime um you know they're going to talk about some themes that are are common things that you experience as a high school kid that you know maybe you don't you don't hear about in your regular shonen or, or other types of slice of life anime. So I will say that it is it is very wholesome. It is very cute, um, and Justin assures me that it will stay like that. But <laughs> what I will say is that there is that little bit of like sad backstories to these. Of people. course, um, like one of the things about the the main guy is that um, he has all of these piercings that he got in junior high, which. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is is was his kind of 
form of like self harm like back yeah. then. Yeah. So that's and that's what I'm what's uh, you know what I'm saying where they uh, they explore these themes that you don't generally hear too much about in anime. Um, Yes, and I assure you, it does stay wholesome. It doesn't take a dark turn. It's not gonna. It's not gonna go all like your lie in April on, on me or anything like that. No, it's it's a great show, but it definitely does deal with some some more mature, more um, more serious things within it, which is nice because it it gives it an element of reality to it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> moving on from elements of reality to something completely different. What? I, uh, I don't... They seem the same to me. We have, person. uh, so I'm a spider, so what? So what? So I, I'm a spider, I'm walking here. Oh, we're walking over... Okay, we're done. Um, <laughs> this, this it is show. my favorite title to say, like, every, every time I mention the show, I'm like, so I'm a spider, so what? Yeah, this... <laughs> I love this show. Um, it's... It's just so. It was a sleeper for me. I I I had read the um, the synopsis online before it had come out. I was like, eh, this is one of those shows I could probably take it or leave it. But uh, I'm really enjoying it. You want to give a synopsis? For yeah. Us? So basically, um, this story takes place. We have a student in high school. She's kind of an outcast. She's kind of a shut in a little bit. Um, she doesn't really have any friends, and uh, all of a sudden, something happens at the school. They don't fully explain it. <laughs> a big flash of yeah, light. Yeah, a big flash of light happens at the school, and they all die. Um, and they are all isekai And um, the main character, who is only identified as I, or Watashi in Japanese, um, is reincarnated as a spider. Um, hence the title, So I'm a Spider. So, so what? what? So what? <laughs> um, and basically, it's kind of her... Uh, her story of navigating this world as a complete low level monster um in like a in like an mmo game like a like a, a monster you would farm for drops or whatever yeah um, she's min maxing the hell out of that and she is though. because it because it is an isekai uh, but there is also an interesting parallel story about her classmates mm -hmm. who have also been isekai most of whom have been isekai as people um so it also kind of is it shows the distinction between their journeys um, and I think it's really interesting. What? How are you feeling about it so I'm, far? I'm loving it. I, I will be really interested when the two kind of desperate stories like merge together, Absolutely. and and she meets up with her classmates again, and kind of we learn about their, you know, backstory together. But you know, also can kind of like see, you know how she stacks up against them. Right. Um, we are, you know, we have already gotten some elements that, like, um, they kind of tease the fact that maybe her and her classmates didn't have a great relationship with each other. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays out when they are reunited in this, if, I'm sure they will be, uh, reunited in this new world. It would be weird if they just told I mean, had the, an anime the, where they never The opening met. enough indicates that, that they will be reunited yeah. at some point. Um, what I will say about it is, if you like slime, um, this is great. This is like oh, yeah. right on par with that. A lot of similar story beats to slime, of course, because it's an it's an isekai. So they are going to have similar stories. Like you got your a couple different styles of isekai. You have your like MMO fantasy style, and then you have like your complete um, like completely your new world, like your re zeros yeah. and like. Well, Konosuba kind of straddles the line a little bit, but Konosuba is just fun. Konosuba is Konosuba. <laughs> um, but, like, it's... The character Watashi is unbelievable. Um, she's voiced by uh, Ayo Yuki. Wow. Uh, sorry. I'm Aoi, Aoi Yuki. There we go. Uh, please 
Never judge me for my pronunciation. I think we should make you pronounce everything on this show. Oh, God. Who has also voiced uh, one of your personal favorites, Froppy. This. Um, That's my best girlfriend. One of the best villains of all time, Mommy from Rent-A-Girlfriend. Tamaki from Fire Force. And also Tanya from Tanya the Evil. Um, Honestly, I think her performance is what makes the show. Like, she is so lovable as that character and like most of the show is her monologue too which is why you need to have a a strong voice actor for if you're gonna if you're gonna make a solid what would you say like 60-70% of the show the main character monologuing they better have a great voice actor and in this case she really pulls it off um it's got a great magic system um like it's it's very much that kind of like rpg like stat driven thing um picture and, the great sage from um well they from pretty slime but basically rip that off yeah but but are aware of it and make fun of it at the same time which yeah. is kind of wonderful uh i was a little concerned with it because this is um the same uh production company uh milla pensi Oh god, I shouldn't pronounce anything on this. I, I don't even know what they're going for with that one. Somebody um, gonna try. Who is formerly known for Berserk 2016 and Copcraft, which aren't, you know, the most well regarded. But um shockingly, I actually enjoy the anime. It's very CG based, but it works for the world that they're doing. Like there are yeah. some things like the monkey monsters are a little yeah. eh, but like Overall, like I, the character design of the spider is great. The people are good, and and the CG in this world doesn't bother me so much. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. So what we have next is uh, Kimono Jihen, and um, I. This is another one that wasn't on my radar at all that you kind of had turned me on uh, to. So what do you want to do? A little synopsis. Yeah. On this one? So so this one is from. Uh, can you say it? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> the production studio. Ajiado. Ajiado. Um, it's the same company who did uh, Bookworm. Um, and it is it is definitely not what I expected the show to be. Um, I saw a video kind of like promoting uh, the show. And it, to me, looked like this. Oh, this detective's going to go to a small town. And, you know, there's been a bunch of, like, small animals that have been murdered there. And, you know, it's going to be some weird, like, creepy, like, fantasy stuff. Um, which is true for the first three quarters of the first episode. Yeah. Uh, basically, he, like, comes, discovers this, like, half-demon kid there and says, like, hey, come to the city and work for me. Um, it's similar to Mob Psycho, kind of in the way that there's, like, this guy and he basically just has super powerful children working for him, like, solving mysteries, defeating demons, like, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Um, but it's also a little weird because, like, he has a stable of boys yeah, who live in his house. <laughs> little problematic. He's got one, one fox girl. Um, but, yeah, like... <laughs> There's, like, four half, like, demon or spirit, like, half people um, <laughs> living in his house. And a, and a vampire. And a vampire. Who is uh, the, like, technology person. Yeah, also a shut-in. The, the, the guy in the chair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, it's surprisingly good. It yeah. doesn't have a ton of sakuga. That's kind of my only complaint with the show is, like... The fight sequences are not great. Um, I will say this, though. One thing this show really has going for it, though, is the drip. Um, <laughs> because the outfits in this show yeah. are phenomenal. I yeah. personally would love to do a cosplay of the uh, of the detective 
yeah, because it would be so first of all it'd be easy and it looks fantastic like the yellow suit with the black shirt the green tie i really like the um the little boy who everyone mistakes for a girl's outfit oh yeah that would be fun too i think that's like just a, a tremendous character design piece yeah um but yeah it's it's surprised me and is actually uh, uh one of one of my favorite shows this season um, the next one is also another one that has kind of like really taken me off guard at how much I've enjoyed it. It's uh, Other Side Picnic. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am in love with this show. Um, it is creepy as hell. <laughs> it's creepy, but you know, it feel it fills a hole in ad- that anime has a lot of times, especially when we're talking about horror anime, where you get a lot of straight like slasher horror and like monster horror. And you get a lot of that with this too, but they do a really good job building tension and creating a psychological, um, you know, thriller kind of element to it that I really enjoy. Like, like it's the whole time you're watching it, you're feeling the tension building and building, and I really love that about this do show. Do you want to give the basic premise? Yeah, so basically these two girls... Um, they meet each other in what's called the other side. And it's uh, kind of like this alternate universe where um, it's like an all, like a reflection of Japan, but you know they assume also the rest of the world as well. It's almost Twilight zone Yeah, it's very Twilight zone um, But they meet in this place, um, and the one girl is looking for her friend who has been lost there. Um, and they kind of, you know, they, they join forces together. It's like kind of an uneasy partnership at first. Um... But, uh, you know, the dynamic between these two girls is fantastic. Uh, the world building is great. There is one point at the which... The other side is so creepy. The, especially when you see, because uh, especially like the last couple episodes where you saw, they kind of did a really quick switch between the main world and the other side. And just the the contrast between how those are, are drawn is absolutely beautiful. And um, also, there at one point, <laughs> there's a lot of comedic elements to it too. So, the like, other you, side kind of reminds me of um, uh, Stranger Things, right? Yeah, it's it, similar. It's similar to that, where it's like it's pretty much our world, but like abandoned and kind of like broken down. Um, and there's like some some monsters hidden about that yeah. you don't always see, but for the most part, feels very empty. Yeah, but there's you know they're like it's 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 not all super tense like craziness. Like I said, there's there is a comedic element. You get your comedic relief. Yeah, they go um, out for beers after. They go out for beers at one point. Like the one of the other characters, uh, she's a, a smaller girl, pulls out a shotgun that's bigger than she is, and like it's just it's it's really great. Uh, also, though the um, the monster design is great is yeah. really great in this show. Like uh, it's not your typical like. Um, like kaiju kind of monsters they are very terrifying yeah there's one that's essentially like um it's kind of like those uh oh, what are the things called in star wars the with the that like walk on the tall legs that they defeated on hoth by like oh uh the AT-ATs. yeah 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 yeah. Uh, yeah it's kind of like an ad app but it's got like these bird heads um, and it's got, like, just four bodies, like, hanging from underneath it. Yeah. And it's just kind of, like, walks around and, like, swivels its head. It's super creepy. Um, for me, one of the things I love about the show, and I think this is a constant theme, is that it has adults. Um, yeah, as, so as they're, the they're not, like, high school kids. They're college students. Yeah, which, especially, you know, I think... The, the two female leads of the show are so good, too, because, you know, they have a really great chemistry. Um, 
one of them has just like they kind of like nonchalantly like mentioned her backstory and like it's not important to the story it's just that like her mom died her dad and her grandma joined a cult uh after they joined the cult they came back and tried to burn down the house she was living in so now she just lives in ruins and that's why she's like good at exploring the other side yeah but like just like nonchalantly they're like hey this is this character um but just their interpersonal relationship like there it's kind of a constant theme this season is just these like female characters that are like really um really well yeah um drawn out and you know not you know it's kind of the typical fare that you that you get from from a lot of anime yeah and also it has two of my favorite things uncensored girl-on-girl hand-holding and <laughs> disgusting guns. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of guns in a lot it of like, guns obviously if you're up against some like demon spirit from the other side you shoot it like yeah. duh, duh. <laughs> um in a so switching to kind of the last show um Oh, well, the last show that, that I've seen um, is Wondering Priority. This mm. is the last Cloverworks joint. Um, Justin, you haven't watched any of this No, yet, right? I am looking forward to it, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. All right, so before I get too far into this, like we're going to be talking about some sensitive subject material. Um, the central conceit of this show is people dealing with people in their life who have committed suicide. Um, it's a particularly sensitive, uh, subject for myself. Um, so if I do want to like, you know, be cheesy and just say like, Hey, if you or anyone, you know, are experiencing those thoughts or anything like that, you don't have to go through it alone. There are people who understand, please call like 1-800-273-8255. Uh, it's a national suicide prevention hotline. Like there are resources out there. Um, if any of that kind of material uh, upsets you or um, is difficult to listen to, just skip to the next section because we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, so, <laughs> with that out of the way, Wonder Egg Priority actually may be... Justin, you've got to watch this show. Yeah. Um, it's so good. Uh, it's this beautiful world. So the basic premise is you have this main girl whose uh, friend committed suicide. And she's not fully sure, like, what led to it. It was the only friend she's ever made. She stopped going to high school. Um, basically, it became, like, a neat staying inside. Um, <clears throat> until one day she buries a cicada who's died, uh, or a firefly. Uh, and then it wakes up and starts talking to her and then takes her to this, like, weird arcade down a hole um, next to these, like, mannequins. I don't know. It's a <laughs> very, very weird. Uh, and then is like, hey, this uh, this egg is free. The next one you'll have to pay for. But it's, like, one of those, like, um, gotcha machines. And she, like, twists it, and this egg comes out, and it's got, like, numbers and letters and symbols printed on it. And she's like, oh, that's weird. And she's, like, walking around, and then some, like, toilet paper starts yelling at her to break the egg. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> uh, and so she breaks the egg, and she gets transported to this world. And in this world, she is tasked with uh, protecting someone, and it is someone who has committed suicide. Um, this per They kind of tell you the backstory of these people, and they're all very 
relatable things. They're all women, and it's all kind of things that, you know, young teenage women will deal with. So, like, one girl uh, was, like, a super fan of an idol, and the idol committed suicide, and she followed after her. Another one was, like, being bullied at school. Another one was being, like, molested uh, by her father's employer. And then when she said something, like father got fired like just these like really like deep tragic things and so they have to protect them in order to bring their person back to life right and so you get this cast of these four girls who have experienced loss in this kind of same way but under very different circumstances and it's kind of about their own interpersonal relationships and dealing with the loss of someone close to you and all this sort of stuff and and that's like the core of it and then you get to the whole anime aspect of it where these worlds are unbelievably beautifully drawn um that they kind of go into in these wonder eggs where it's just like absolutely colorful and they have these kind of like horrifying like monsters i've never really seen monsters like the ones present in this show they're they're almost like madoka magica um kind of inspired monsters where they're just like completely off their weird like one uh abusive like um gymnastics coach is like this like crazy colorful like monster with these like tubes coming out of it and stuff it's it's almost impossible to describe um but you know they'll use like these kind of household objects as weapons so like you know those pens that have like you click it and like the red color comes out the black color oh i love those yeah yeah. so the main girl her pen turns into a giant like mace axe thing that's amazing yeah and there's another one that has um scissor blades so very like kill a kill okay yeah um one has uh like an umbrella that's like a giant spear um so really cool stuff and every once in a while they'll the people they're protecting will give them like a tool so the um the idol girls uh gave her the like glow sticks and they turned <laughs> into like giant daggers um, okay so it just great world really intense topics um but kind also of we didn't th- mention this off the top but another cloverworks uh, yeah anime um but like really well done and it's very interesting how they're kind of handling such sensitive subjects um what i will say too is that like a really spectacular portrayal of teenage girls and the 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 horrible things that they have to deal with on a daily basis um so if you are a teenage girl or you've ever known one (laughs) watch the show um also uh Two Colored Eyes are, like, super in this season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have this, uh, Other Side Picnic, and the uh, Clown Guy, Henry Zero, all have Two Colored Eyes. Yeah. So, uh, that's that's the thing. I mean, it's a big thing in anime in general, <laughs> but also this season specifically, yes. Yeah, three in one season's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so, with that over, let's... Uh, Let's talk about your the last show you've seen. Yeah, so this is... Uh, I, I'm not caught up fully caught up on this one yet, so I can't quite do it justice. But uh, Cells at Work Season 2 is out. Um, and you know what? Like From what I've seen, I've watched the first like two or three episodes. Um, it's it's the same... You know, if, if, you, if you really enjoyed Season 1, it's the same. It's got all the same stuff you enjoy. The platelets are back, and they are super cute. Um, 
I I did look a little bit ahead at the the names of the episodes that are uh, that are already out that I haven't seen yet, and I know we're in for some interesting treats. So you got stuff like Dengue Fever. Um, so like, I think this season is going to be really interesting. Uh, we're going to explore like, whereas last season was maybe more of the more common ailments in the body that you might experience. Um, this next season coming up, uh, looks like it's going to be a lot of like exotic, interesting, weird kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, it's pretty good so far. If you liked season one, watch season two. But uh, gotta you love know, anthropomorphized blood cells. Absolutely. But uh, you know, speaking of anthropomorphized blood cells, um, the next oh. one up that we haven't watched yet, but we are very much looking forward to. Yeah, the is, next three are going to be shows that we haven't seen, but are on our list for this season. Yeah, and the next one is Cells at Work Black. Um, and Cells at Work Black is basically it's the same kind of conceit as Cells at Work. Where you have like this uh, anthropomorphized cells within the body, telling a story about things that can happen to that body. But whereas the the body and cells at work is relatively healthy, functioning uh. properly, <laughs> I say relatively healthy for someone who frequently suffers like blood hemorrhages and all that stuff. But like the the lifestyle is really more of what I'm getting yeah. at. Cells at work black features a body that is um, it's someone who drinks alcohol heavily and smokes and like well from what i understand too black is in reference to kind of like these like uh business practices in japan yes where they kind of essentially like you know force people to work you know well past what is you know yeah it's the term is it's a black company so it's a company that exploits its workers um, to a significant degree. Now, I haven't obviously haven't seen the show yet, but I'm really looking forward to it. Although I am a little nervous about what they're going to do to my platelets. Uh, I they're love the platelets, so and if you hurt the platelets, I will cry like a little sad boy. Um, I I'm really excited about the show. I I also think one of the interesting things about cells at work is um, the sex of how they draw the cells. Mm, yeah, right because. In uh, the regular cells at work, you have the red blood cells are uh, women, and the white blood cells. Well, are no, they're the the main red blood cell is a woman. I think almost universally, because when they get the blood transfusion, it's uh, no, there there are there are male red oh, blood cells. I didn't notice that. Yeah, um, but more specifically in cells at work, black, you flip the script, so you have a male red red blood cell, and then like the biggest tittiest uh, white blood cell you've ever seen like prison school level yeah um so if you like sexy white blood cells um that's gonna be your place to go that is a sentence i did not think i would hear in my life oh, it's not gonna be the weirdest thing that we say on this podcast no I it's, almost it's see that. definitely not um it's also an uh, interesting note it's also by linden films who is partially responsible for other side panic as well this season uh, or picnic, other side, <laughs> other panic. side panic. There, I, it there is a fair amount of panicking involved. So. Other side panic. Um, another show that we're both uh, kind of interested in is Skate the Infinity. It's yes. made by Bones, uh, Studio Bones, who is I don't know. You might have heard some of the things they've made, like My Hero Academia, Carolyn Tuesday, which is what one of, of the fo- best. What of my ever. Uh, Mob Psycho, Space Dandy, Soul Eater, Oran High School, Host Club. Metal Alchemist, you know, just like a little anime you might have heard of called Full Metal Alchemist. (laughs) Um, But it's a skateboarding anime, which sounds hype as hell. I'm ready for Tony Hawk the anime. Yeah, basically. Um, Another one is 2.43 Saiyan High School Boys Volleyball Team. Uh, 
also from David Productions, who is responsible for Cells at Work, not Cells at Work Black. Um, from what it looks like, it looks like uh, March comes in like a haiku. Okay. Which I, I'm very proud of that joke, by the that way. Was, it was good. No, it's good. And I like both of those shows, so I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, I, listen, I'm a huge volleyball fan. I played in high school. Uh, I will check it out at some point. I feel like that's one of those shows that I'll just like kind of wait till the yeah. season's over and, and just, just kind of binge it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it seems interesting. It seems kind of like, you know, it's got the sports stuff, but it seems more about, you know, the characters and the emotions and drama and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, we do have, uh, three more shows to talk about actually. And these are the ones that have, uh, that are either second or third seasons that we have not watched any of the backlog to, but are definitely on our list. Um, up front, we have Log Horizon Season 3, which I've only heard good things about. Yeah, it actually it comes very highly recommended from a friend of mine. Shout out to you, Meg, if you're listening. Um, looks really great. I'm, you know, I'm excited. I, I'm sad that it flew under my radar for three seasons, um, but I am excited to, to pick it up at some point. Yeah, I'll probably just wait till the season's over and then catch up on all yeah. three. It, it's, from what I understand, it's basically like a dot hack, a sword art online. Um, you know, it's like people in a video game, like dealing with that. Um, I think it came out around the same time as Sword Art. I could be wrong about that, but I think that's why it ultimately kind of got buried is that, you right. know, Sword Art popped off. And from what I understand, this is like just a good, like, good story of like going into this like fantasy world. Um, other show which i really i gotta catch up on at some point is is b stars um they have the second season of that i i tried to watch it when it came to netflix um but they recut it for america really yeah so the don't um, like that yeah so i i had watched the it when it was airing in japan the first episode uh, my partner also watched the whole first season and we went and we sat down to watch it when it came on Netflix and it was the American version and the first episode was recut and the way that it was recut was definitely a, a different portrayal of the characters mm. um, so it's just one of those ones where I have to like you know watch the Japanese version of it um, not the American cut um, before I watch that because it seems like I, I don't I don't know what the extents of the differences are but I definitely that original version seemed to be where it was at yeah and that first season has such a banger opening <laughs> yeah it, I have listened to the opening because we did the we did the OPs and it is good uh, and you want to take the last one? Yeah, so the next one, uh, the last one, is uh, Eurocamp Season 2. Uh, now, I have no earthly idea how this flew under my radar, because it is exactly the kind of, like, fluffy, comfy, slice-of-life um, story that I am super into. And uh, it is, uh, um, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be really great. It, it kind of reminds me, from what I've seen, of uh, a camping version of Asteroid in Love. Um so I'm, I'm super excited for it. Yeah, it reminds me of a camping version of A Place Further Than the Universe. Oh, I love that show. Did you finish I, it? I finished it, yeah. Uh, you know, I, 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 for some reason I never remember it when I'm talking about uh, Slice of Life, but uh, it really is such a great Slice of Life show. I watched like eight episodes and I loved it. It's just one of those ones that just happened to fall off. You should absolutely I finish it. Finish it's so that. good. It was so cute. Um, yeah, I, who doesn't love like cute girls doing cute things? Yeah. Like, it's just it looks cozy. I need it in my life. Um, 
I think we need to do a best boys glamping trip. I'm so on board, but only glamping. I've I've done enough hiking and camping for one lifetime. So <laughs> if we camp, I want it to be in a log cabin with a hot tub, preferably. Oh my! Well, that is winter 2021 in a nutshell. What a wild season! This season is stacked. It's thick. Um, and if this you is, watch any of those shows, you're going to be happy. Yeah, and this is not even every single show. This is just the shows that we have something to say about. Like, there are more shows out there. I'm sure there are probably shows out there that we're not going to find out about till later that we will be like, oh, we definitely should have talked about that show. Because this season is just a combination of where we're at in the world, so be, all of the anime that was delayed due to COVID, and then all of the anime that would have come out in this season anyway. All together, it's just so much. Yeah. So, Justin, you want to talk, wrap this up with uh, with our side piece corner? Yeah, so this is our side piece corner. This is where we're going to talk a little bit about the shows that we are watching that are not from this um, <laughs> current season, as if we have the time to do that, but I somehow mean, we manage. You know, these are, this season has been tough to have a side piece corner. It really a lot has of, been. A lot of these are ones that, like, you know are ongoing, that I've been watching for a while, that, you know, we can kind of pick up and put down. Um, I I would like to start with with my very ongoing 2021 uh, side piece, which is uh, Ace of the Diamond, mm-hmm. uh, or Ace of Diamond. I'm not quite sure what the actual translation is. It depends is. on how you translate it, yeah. Um, it's a production IG and Madhouse joint, um, which are just... Uh, powerhouse uh, team. Uh, Production IG is responsible for Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex, XXXholic, Kuroko's Basketball, Psychopaths, and a little sports anime called Haikyuu. Um, Madhouse, uh, you might have heard, has done uh, Trigun, Cardcaptor Sakura, Hajime no Ippo, Monster, Death Note, Claymore, High School of the Dead, all the Marvel anime, Hunter Hunter, Chia Hayafuru, which is also one of my favorite animes, uh, no Game, No Life, My Love Story, Overlord, One Punch Man, Season 1, uh, Place Further Than the Universe, No Guns Life. Like, these two companies know sports anime. And this is one that uh, Best Boy Justin got me into. Uh, it's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. I actually, I started watching this anime when baseball was delayed due to COVID. And I was like, <laughs> I want baseball in my life. So I started watching this and I, poof, I blew through it man uh, it is 179 episodes yeah and i feel like i watched it in a week like that's not true but that's what it felt I like i started at the beginning of this year i am on episode 40 of season two so i think i'm on episode that's like 120 yeah 119 something like that so i still got a bit to go but it is everything you want from a sports anime and we'll have we'll talk more about sports anime in the future um but yeah if you're into that and you haven't checked it out it's all you it's it's great absolutely so uh, yeah first thing i have up on my side piece corner is one that uh, is not great um and it's gundam double zeta uh now here's the thing those of you who know me know that I am super into Gundam. I build Gunpla, I love Gundam, and I am currently working on a watch-through of all of the major installments in the Universal Century timeline. Yes, that is timeline. There are more than one in Gundam. Some At one point, they converge. It's really weird. We'll do an episode about it. But 
Uh, currently, I'm watching Gundam Double Zeta, uh, and uh, it's bad. It's really bad. Uh, Gundam Zeta was already pretty not great. It was definitely pretty low on my list of Gundam anime that I enjoy. Um, but Gundam Double Zeta, the entire tone just shifts. Like it's got like it tries to take a comedic element to Gundam that just does not work. Um, it's not good. I cannot recommend it at all. But I am going to force my way through it because I do need to watch it in order to watch what comes next, which I have heard is really good, um, which is Char's Counterattack. Um, so that's that's the first up on my list. It's not a good one. Um, so let's see here. Uh, I'm going to just knock out a couple real quick yeah, go for uh, it. since I have a big list. Since, since last we, we spoke... Uh, I finished uh, a couple anime. Uh, I watched Bofuri, um, yes. which was a recommendation. So good, so good. Um, it is better than Shield Hero. You told you heard me recommend <laughs> it on the last episode, and now you're hearing Best Boy Dan confirm it for you now. Watch Bofuri. It's great. Um, it's wonderful female protagonist. Um, can't recommend enough. Um, I watched Prison School. Um, those who know know <laughs> those who don't um it's uh it's by jc staff who um are are a great animation studio they uh also have done things like one punch man season two uh and do you love your mom and her two hit multi-target attacks um but uh they've also done like food wars uh so they know how to draw um anime boobs uh and they do it a lot in this show um, it is it is a horny show <laughs> uh, and it is a very specific kind of horny uh, it is very um, S&M focused oh. um, it is some some bathroom stuff uh, yeah it's it, anime we, uh, we it, don't kink shame on this show Daniel it's uh, yeah it's a show um <laughs> Bofuri and Prison School. We need a t-shirt that just says, it's a show, Best Boy Dan. Bofuri and Prison School are, are two of the English dubs that, that I watched while I was... Oh, um, you watched the English dub of Bofuri. How was it? Yeah, uh, not bad. Uh, I liked it. Okay. Um, also on there was Dead Man Wonderland, which I only got about halfway through. Um, it's very early 2000s edgelordy. Uh, I don't know if I will finish watching that one. Okay, that's um, fair. I'll let you talk about this next show, because I've seen this next show that, that you're currently going through, um, but it, it's wonderful. Yeah, so uh, I the next one on my list is uh, Ancient Magus Bride. Uh, I'm actually watching this at the recommendation of my roommate, um, and uh, I'm watching it also with my other roommate, who was watching it for the first time. Um, both of for, them for reference. Yeah, <laughs> Justin's roommate is my partner. Yes, who we watched it originally together. And yes, it was actually one of the um, first like full anime that we watched together, and it's really good. Um, and I'm really excited like cause it, it's a slow burn. So basically, here's the, the story is, and I'm gonna warn you ahead of time. It's problematic, and I understand that, and we'll talk about <laughs> it someday. But uh, basically, this girl has become so depressed that she sells herself into slavery. Um, and it turns out that she's not a normal human. She's something called a sleigh beggy, which has a special... Which also sounds like a yeah, <laughs> derogatory term. It does. Um, but it's something... They have like a spirit... Like a, a really good connection with spirits. And um, the person... The you know the guy who buys her is this like like monster with like a, like a, like a skull head. And uh, basically he's 
grooming her to be his mage apprentice and also his wife. Um, and I realize that from that description, you're probably not super jazzed about this show. Uh, and I wasn't, to be honest with you. If we had just watched the first episode and then stopped for that day, I probably never would have kept watching it. But if we watched the first like three episodes, and by like the second end of the second, beginning of the third episode, is when it really starts to hook you with the story. Um, and the world. Like once, the world once you start too, learning yeah. about the world and the magic system and kind of like how everything works, it's like what what kind of year would you say that it takes place? It's like difficult 1800s? to place because no, it's not eighteen hundreds because it's definitely after the World Wars, um, and also because they have like cars and phones and I stuff. Guess, yeah, but and they, but they live guns. in kind of like a like kind of old cobble yeah. stone type town. Um, but it, it's really one of the better fantasies I've seen in in quite a while. Yeah, it's really well done. The animation is gorgeous. Um the the first OP is really really good. It's such um, a shame they got rid of that. Yeah, they they it's not even like the second OP was bad. It's just that it's not as good as it's it's underwhelming when you go from how good the first one was to how generic the second one is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm almost all the way done. Um, and then there is also, I think it's either an OVA or a movie. I don't remember which. Yeah, I haven't watched any of those. Yes. I think there's like three OVAs. It's like a mini series almost. Yeah, so we can all watch those together. Um, but yeah, uh, Ancient Magus Bride, really good. Uh, as I mentioned off the top, the English dub, not so bad. Um, we, uh, Me and, uh, and Kat kind of talked about how the uh, how Elias's voice is sexy in the sub and the dub. Oh. So you're in for that kind of treat. Yeah. Um, my next show uh, is My Next Life as a Villainous, All Roots Lead to Doom, mm. uh, made by Silver Link, who also did Bovary, yeah. uh, uh, and also Misfit of Demon King Academy, and Wise Man's Grandchild, and A Sister is All You Need. So, you know, not not all wins, but Bovary was good. Yeah, um, Bovary was great. This show's great. Like, uh, it's reverse harem, um, and it's one of those shows where you can actually see why the characters like the protagonist, mm-hmm. right? Like, most harem shows, like, it's like some it's like, little shit. Why are these like, seven... Hair over his eye. Yeah, why are these seven gorgeous high school girls interested in this chud? Yeah, like... But but she's wonderful. It's it's really cute. It very much feels like an Etome game, um, but that's like the point of it because it it's an isekai where she gets isekai'd into an Etome game. Otome game. Ot- Otome. This is why I'm not allowed to pronounce anything, Justin. <laughs> Best boy, Justin. We can't do that. Again. <laughs> this is a podcast. Um, but yeah, it's it's super cute. Uh, hi- highly recommend. Uh, yeah. So my number three on my list of side pieces is Sing Yesterday for me. Now, this is one um, I read the manga for, so I'm aware of how the story works. Uh, basically, it's about this guy. He's kind of a... How do I put it nicely? Uh, he's kind of a screw-up. Not he's not a screw-up. That's mean. But uh, basically, he's kind of down in life. He he finished college. He's working at a, like a, a convenience store. He's not doing you know the things that he thought he would be doing in life. And he kind of... Um, he runs into this girl who um, is, like, four years younger than him, so there's that. Uh, It's, you know, it's weird. Um, He runs into this girl who is in love with him for some reason that they haven't revealed. Um, And also, but he's in love with his, like, college sweetheart, who um, 
is also in love with someone else. It's it's a tangled web, um, but it's really interesting. It's you know it has the same kind of failings that a lot of romance anime have, where it's like, oh, there's this character and he has a shitty life, but falling in love will save him, and you know it 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 that's a trope and. For what it is, it's great. the The animation style is really interesting. Um, it's kind of got I would call it almost like um, it. It does remind me a little bit of a toned down version of Isaacin, which is interesting. Like it's got that kind of sketchiness to it, um, if that makes any sense. But uh, I, I I've been really enjoying the anime. I enjoyed I enjoyed the manga, and I'm enjoying the the anime. So. Um, so the next two on our list are, um, are ones that we're actually watching together. Yes. Um, sort of. Sort of, yeah. Uh, Assassination Classroom. You um, guys are a little bit further than this. I'm one. watching with my partner. Um, it's, I, I've seen it already, um, but basic premise is that one day the moon explodes. Uh, as it does. <laughs> as it does. And it turns out it's this, like... I, you've seen it before, like the big yellow smiley face guy with all the tentacles. Right? Um, it was him who did it, and his request is that he teaches this one class, uh, you know, like the like shitty class at, at the high school that like no one wants to be a part of, all the like you know bad kids go to. Uh, and if he doesn't get what he wants, he's gonna destroy the world. And uh, that class has one year to assassinate him. Um, or he blows up the world. And it's just kind of about the growth of this class. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend. It's a wonderful show. Um, really, really funny, too. Very funny, um, good characters. Uh, and it does a really good job of A, character progression. Um, it kind of everyone, every member of the class and the teachers all grow um, really good, like, kind of mystery, which you haven't even gotten to yet. No. Um, and then just, like, wonderful character. Like, everyone is within that class is really well-developed, which is hard to do with so many. Um, last but not least is Akudama Drive. Yeah, this is one we're, st we're still working on it. Yeah. Uh, it's been a... We, we had to leave it for a while. It's by Studio Perot, who uh, did Yu Yu Hakusho, great teacher onizuko flame of Rekka, naruto bleach tokyo ghoul boruto and black clover which i had no idea that like the same people who did um you know naruto did bleach did yu yu Hakusho. yeah that's like wild to yeah me. and it, it kind of makes sense with the show mm -hmm. um here's an interesting fun fact for me about gto uh, i saw the live action drama version of gto before i ever even saw the anime because of uh, my friend, shout out Becca-chan, um, put it on for me one day. Uh, so I was familiar oh, with the live it? action first, yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen a few episodes of GTO. It was pretty good. But yeah, that show's wild. I, we talked about this on, on the last podcast, so I don't think we need to go too Yeah, we don't need to go too deep it. into it. It's a great show. Um, the fact that we haven't finished it yet is not a reflection of the show not being good. It's just a reflection of how insane this anime season has been. And also how insane, you know, the tail end of the last anime season was as well. Yeah. But that's it for uh, the 2021 anime and our own personal lists. Um, yeah. Yeah. Justin, you want to take us out? Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you enjoy what we're doing here on The Best Boys, do us a favor. Give us a review on your podcast, a supplier of choice. Uh, it helps us out a lot. 
We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email where you can find us at thebestboyspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at, at bestboys underscore pod. Uh, so you can get in our menchies. You can at us about anything. Um, you know, we're really looking forward to hear from you. Come at us, bro. Come at us, bro. Uh, but yeah, but that does it for episode two of the Best Boys Winter 2021 Roundup. Uh, thank you for joining us today. And with that, good night and good luck, anime fans. Oh, oh God. No, not that one? No. I'll try again next time. Yeah. <laughs>